last night. I should I totally flaked on texting you. I just lost track of time. And by the time I realized I didn't do it, I, just, I figured you, you pretty much figured out I wasn't ever going to be able to make it. Yeah, so, it, worked, it, worked, it worked out all right because uh, our dishwasher broke yesterday morning. And, oh, no. And so we took it apart and, and fixed it last night. Which pushed back watching the last issue or last episode of Ahsoka, so I was able to watch that to be ready for today. So what was wrong with the dishwasher? Um, it's got uh like a button to start on top, and a piece of it broke off, so the whole button kind of collapsed into the dishwasher. So we had to take the front panel off and super glue it back together and put it back into place. There you go. As long as the super glue holds up, there you go. Yeah. I mean, but, but you have to take the whole damn front panel apart to get to it. That's what sucks. Yeah, it did. And you had very little room to work with unless you turned off the power and then pulled everything apart. And we really didn't want to do that. No, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. That, that's going above and beyond right there. So, okay. Anything else going on besides uh, appliances? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's kind of a free weekend coming up. So we're excited about that. I mean, we do have a band competition, but it's when they go on, it's late on Saturday, but it's in Belleville, Illinois. So we got to drive like an hour to get there just so we can be there for half an hour and then drive back. I think there's some good places to go hang out there though. If you go to Belleville, I think there's a place called, uh, Oh God, it's like a movie. It's like a movie theater, but it has like, it's like a movie theater and Dave and Buster's mixed together kind of place. Hmm. Interesting. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I'd have to, I'd have to look it up, but I'm not going to right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I've heard it's, I've heard that's cool over there. And then uh, if you want to go somewhere nice, you go to Edwardsville. And I think their Main Street in Edwardsville has some cool places to go check out. Yeah, I think we're just gonna try to take it easy, just run over for that, and then come back. Yeah. Okay. And and then we only we have a soccer game late on Sunday too. So other than that, we're yeah. like we're not gonna plan anything else. We're just gonna try to take it easy after a couple of full weekends. So, okay. Speaking of soccer, mm-hmm. STL, do yeah. they have another game this Saturday, or are they? In, as the, when do the playoffs start? God, I don't know. Their season is so weird. It's weird, right? Yeah, yeah. there's. I'm trying to get used to this because, like, during the season, there's that cup championship, which I don't think that counts towards anything. No, it doesn't you know? count to the standings. It's just a, yeah. a tournament in the middle of the season. Yeah, and there's no relegation like it is over in the Premier League. Right. So you don't have to worry about that. I'm just trying to follow because I want to watch because they're playing lights out right now. And so I'm like, okay. Because I fell off a little bit. Like during the week games, those were hard, especially when they played on the West Coast. Those were hard to, you know, keep up on. And uh, it's just a long season. And they don't even play. Like they play a lot of games, but they don't play a lot of games. I don't even know how many games total they're supposed to play for a, a season. Like that's something I need to learn as well. Here, uh, I'm looking at the standings. I know, like, they're the standings number one even... seed in the West, um, but they don't. They get home field all throughout, except for if they play Cincinnati, is what I heard. Um, Cincinnati and Orlando, I think. And then here's the question: Is Messi going to be back to create the buzzsaw? <laughs> They'll just destroy everybody that plays. <laughs> well, I don't think they are going to be in the playoffs. They're not even going to make the playoffs after Messi just destroyed the entire league there for a little uh, bit. They were pretty bad to start the season, though. I'm looking for them. They're ranked 27th out of 29 teams. 
They have yeah. nine. They have nine wins on the season. I think most of them came since Messi's when been here. Messi was there. Yeah, isn't yeah. it incredible? One player that I mean, now mind you, best player in the world. Like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not versed enough to know who's over in Europe, but I would consider him. I guess maybe he's on the downswing because he's older now. Maybe he's still pretty freaking phenomenal in my opinion. Yeah. And I mean, he can come to a league here and just completely dominate it, even if he is on the downswing. Because I guess, yeah, because I don't know if Ronaldo's still considered the best player in the world, or there's somebody else now. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know either. So, I don't know. But I'm interested in following that because, of course, our beloved Cardinals—they suck. <laughs> They're awful this year. I feel so bad for Arenado. I feel so bad for that guy. Yeah, I think he got sold a bill of false goods. You know what I mean? He thought he was going to compete, get in the playoffs, you know, be able to try to get that championship ring he's been after. Because he's like one of the best players that has not had a ring yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, it's, I, don't I don't know if it was a false bill of goods or the Cardinals not having an understanding of how to build a roster. So they truly believed with the pitching staff they had that they were going to compete in the, in the division. And the division yeah. ended up being better than they thought. No, I guess, yeah, I guess that's the way to put it. But, yeah, I mean, uh, a, a somber ending for Mr. Wayne right there. I think it would have been a little bit cooler if he would have ended things last year so the big three could go out together. But yeah. it's nice that he got he got the spotlight a little bit. Yeah, I know he wanted to reach 200. I'm glad he, he reached 200. Um, he'll, he'll make a killing as a broadcaster now. Not, even oh, not yeah. like he needs the money, but he's just – what I mean by that is like – I need to rephrase that. He's just really good at doing the broadcasting. He's a great color guy, so – I think um, I think he'll do better than that as, than as a musician. So, oh god, I didn't listen to any of it, and I know it, the I saw the pictures online of the line wrapping around the city, basically trying to get in to go watch him play. Yeah, is he just not that good? Is, he, is his voice that bad? I don't know. I haven't heard it. I just can't imagine. Like I wasn't impressed with the national anthem on opening day. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not a country music person. Mm-hmm. So, eh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, um, here, hold on. Yeah. So uh, I know we're in the middle. We're recording a little bit different since we're doing the middle of the day. What was the beer going to be? How about, or what's the beer for later tonight? It is Civil Life Brewing's American Brown Ale. Civil oh, Life's in St. Louis. That's a classic right there. Oh, it is I'm a classic. Even I've had that. <laughs> yes. So I'm a big fan of this. this I, if I get a brown, it's usually this one. And I have been keeping some in the fridge pretty much at all times. Um. Yeah. No ABV on here. It's, I think it's like 6% or something. I can find that out real quick. But it's just a well-made brown beer. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I'm, I enjoy that one. And I'm I'm going to task myself with trying to get up to Narrow Gates this weekend. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> I say it every week. I'm going to do my best to get up there. Plus, I have to make sure I can... <laughs> I'll have to dive into my savings account to be able to afford it. Yeah. <laughs> They're being expensive. It's good though. That's what they can get away with what they do because it's actually really good beer. Yeah, everything they do is pretty good. And some of their more common styles, like their Oktoberfest, wasn't too expensive. I think it was a four pack for twelve bucks instead of. Oh, like, that's not bad at all for them. That's, yeah, that's almost like a Budweiser price. <laughs> for, you know. Well, yeah, and they don't have to use like a ton of hops in it, like they do their IPAs. Gotcha. Um, yeah. and the hops are what really drive the price up on something like that. Yeah. Um, the American Brown Ale is a 4.8% ABV. That's definitely not going to take you to Spirit World, but it's no. still a good beer. Yeah. It's good, especially with the weather cooling off. Oh, man. 
Thank I know. God. It's about time. But I don't know if we're I don't know if we're in what's called false fall right now, where we're getting that false insecurity is going to cool off, and all of a sudden later in October it'll be a hundred degrees. I, we could be at that point. Yeah. A few weeks ago, though, it seemed like it cooled off, and then it jumped back up into like high eighties for a week or two. So yeah. I don't know. Well, here I will share with you what I am drinking right now because mm-hmm. I'm, but it's during the day, so it is coffee is what it is. But I drink a Black Rifle Club is mm-hmm. what it's called that that one brewing or I don't even want to call it a brewing, but it is brewing technically. Yeah. Um, Freedom Fuel is what this is called. Nice. I drink Freedom Fuel because God bless America. <laughs> I just I I like the fact that some of their proceeds they do take a, a bit of the proceeds and give it back to vets and stuff like that. So I always try to do that. Cause America. Cause America, exactly. So um, that, and I don't think I have any drama for you, except that I was kind of sad. My, uh, I thought I told you the story about my uh, the uh, hubcap getting stolen. I thought I told you that one. I don't right? think you did. Yeah, I did. Didn't I? I swore. I thought I wrapped it into the whole drama of all the car shit. <laughs> I'm, dr- I'm um, drawing a blank on it. No, yeah, no. Just uh, Jen drives that car to work, and it's at a place that's not... I don't, I don't consider it a safe place anymore. It's supposed to be in a higher end part of the city. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it used to be the crown jewel besides well, Frontenac, which I yeah. thought that was, you know, I thought that's just for the richest of the rich in St. Louis. Oh yeah. But, uh, this other one is supposed to be the, you know, the bigger, cause it's the big one. Yeah. Plaza Frontenac's tiny compared to this. Yeah. Well, it's turned into a complete shithole and, uh, it's, I mean, it's so bad that they have a, a curfew or like, for example, kids can't be there without a, uh, a guardian or something like that yeah and uh be supervised otherwise they have a, a curfew where they kick every kid out that has at like five o'clock or something like that and so but yeah no she drives that car to work there every day and uh someone stole one hubcap yeah. <laughs> one hubcap off the car <laughs> nice so we uh i got rear-ended in that car yeah bumper replaced but someone stole the hubcap, so it still looks ghetto. <laughs> like we almost had the car looking like it's old, but at least it's you know it looked like it's taken care of. You know, if you yeah. d- any car that's this old is going to have a few dings and scratches and things like that. You know, so I'm like, yeah, a few dings here or there, but they're not completely noticeable. Where yeah. it's like, oh my god, look at that thing falling apart. No, some one 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 hubcap got stolen. <laughs> I was like, oh, what crackhead did this? <laughs> I would, I would be like, okay, I get it. If you're stealing four, it means you're trying to sell them, try to get some food. I get it. Yeah, I totally get that. But I don't think you're gonna get that much out of just one hubcap. And it's like you, it's scratched up from being old. <laughs> what are you gonna do with one? Are you, <laughs> what are, is that? Are you sure it was stolen, or did she like hit a curb and bounce it no, off? No, no, because if she would have hit know. a curb, you know, we yeah. I, she would have fessed up to that. Yeah, she would have fessed up to that. I was like, come on. And I wouldn't have cared. I was like, you hit a curb as long as the tire's fine. What am I going to give a shit about? Yeah. If, the, if she would have found the hubcap, brought it to me, said, hey, it's cracked, or yeah, it's on the highway. She would have told me that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we got some issues. <laughs> you can't <laughs> tell me about the goddamn hubcap. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I ordered a, I ordered a one off of eBay just to replace it. And I was supposed to get yesterday. I was like, I just want to get this thing. I just want to have one thing done. Just done yet my sadness continues <laughs> it never stops it you will just, never stop 
Barely. You know you're going to get it put on there, and then like she goes to work again, and then one on I, the other side is going to be taken. And that's what I'm saying. If it gets stolen again, I'm like, that's it. I'm not spending any more money. I just, I refuse to do so. I really did. And she's like, well, what do you think? Is it gang initiation? So I was like, really? Does that make you a hardcore gangster? You steal a freaking hubcap <laughs> <laughs> from, a, from an old-ass car? <laughs> really? Come on. <laughs> I was like, I won't put it past it. I guess it's possible, but come on. That's pretty weak, right? That's what we're doing for gang initiation these days. We are in St. Louis, though, so it's not like L.A. No, no. <laughs> it's worse here. <laughs> That's what I'll say. <laughs> we have a little bit more murder. I think we'll say we have a little bit more murder, especially bit. per capita. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Yeah, no, that's the only thing going on. And uh, no, I thought um, it was interesting. The thing we went to last night that since we couldn't record last night, I thought I'd share a little bit without that. It was a uh, child development seminar is what mm. it was. It was presented by a uh, she's a clinical psychologist, but also a uh, social worker and student or a counselor, school counselor as well. She wore many hats and worked out at a. Uh, West County uh, Psychiatric Medical, something, blah, 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 blah. And she was a great presenter, very, very uh, personable, made it funny, you know, because she was a parent as well. And just talking about child development for third and fourth graders mm-hmm. is what this one was about. Excuse me, but she's giving talks about all the way up through high school kind of thing. Yeah. I'm talking about the trials and tribulations of, you know, trying to navigate in the world today, as far as where, what should your children be doing? What do they do in cases of bullying? What do you do with technology for kids these days? Mm. And, you know, she showed her age where it's the parents that are mostly there. You know, there we have some you know, some parents that are a little bit older. They decided to hold off on having kids until they're a bit older. And then you have some that are young, which it's hard for me because I'm kind of having that hard time, Jay, where I'm like, when I look at people, maybe I'm just, I'm a bad judge of how old people are now. Yeah. And I can't tell very well. Like, sure. For the kid, you know, like, Hey, I can tell you're like, you look like you're in high school, but nowadays sometimes when they look in their high school and they're in their mid twenties, yeah. you know, and I'm just like, I'm just a bad judge because then we talked to, we met a parent last night. That was her first kid. And we go, Oh, well, we got another one in seventh grade and I got another one. You know, I got one in high school and yeah. it's just like, and I'm like, do I look like I'm really freaking old? Because when I looked at her, I was like, she looked like a peer, you know, someone that's exactly yeah. in the same age group as I am. And that's what I always think of when I'm talking with other parents in that age group. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm not. Maybe I am the old man. I got the gray beard. <laughs> you know, I'm a gray beard for the, this age. I always have a hard time remembering too. like mm-hmm. I, I see somebody and I'm like, oh, they're probably my age. Or I'll see somebody that's older and be like, oh, I wonder how old they are. And then I'll get thinking about it. They're probably not far from my age. I probably just like think I'm younger than I am. And then, well, the, the presenter, she's like, I just turned 50. You know, she goes, and then anybody else? And someone fessed up. I turned 50 too. You know, yeah. <laughs> I turned 50. And uh, I go, man, they're old. But then I think I sit there and go, oh, wow. That's really not that much older, really, yeah. to be honest. Like they're still a peer. They could easily be a friend, you know, because, yep. you know. That's not that far. (laughs) And so, but then I feel bad because then I'm like, you're hearing all these things about, you know, having this talk about how to navigate through the, you know, the trials and tribulations. And uh, the whole time you're sitting there, you see, you just take a look around every parent. Some parents are taking notes and I'm definitely not taking notes. I'm like, this is the third kid. Yeah. We're done. (laughs) I'm not taking notes on anything, but I'm still going to be educated. I want to be educated. Yeah. Because that's part of life. You always want to be up to date on things. (laughs) <laughs> and then you see some that are just like me. They're just there. They're listening, actively listening. No, yeah. you know, nodding along, you know, eye contact with the speaker and whatnot. 
<laughs> and then you look and you just see utter terror on some of the parents' faces. Because <laughs> you could tell it's probably their first and only child so far, or yeah. their first child reached that age and they got younger ones below them. <laughs> and the whole time she's speaking, after the after the speech is done and we're driving home, I just look over at Jen and go, well, guess we messed up that one. <laughs> I guess we screwed up. guess we do everything completely wrong. I, yeah. You know, it's just one of those things that we talk about. But it's funny where I, I think you and I have said it many, many times and we agree on that whole phrase. There's no playbook for this thing. Yes. So feel I want you to feel good about this, that a clinical psychologist either stole it from you or, just, <laughs> you know, just said the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, it's. I don't think I needed to, you know, go to school for eight years and get, you know, a master's degree and be able to put doctor in my name and be able to tell other parents the same damn thing yeah. <laughs> that we talk about just as peers to one another, you know, and it's just, there's every situation. And that's the first thing she always say. Everybody's, every family's different. Every kid is different. Every situation. So I was like, I appreciate it. I like it. I like the science behind it. And there's some cool things, you know, that she shared, but Really, from one generation to the next, everything's a little bit different. It's hard to judge. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing, obviously, for this generation is screens, telephones, or sorry, cell phones. Um, you know, how to address that whole situation, how to navigate, how to have a, a presence online. Hell, even my daughter takes what's called, I think we've talked about that, a digital citizenship class. Have you heard did I tell yeah. you about that? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, all this stuff is making sense, and it's just hard because you go, I had that conversation with Jen last night. I was like, we always try to, you know, beat our chest about, yeah, we were the generation that still played outside and we still hang out with friends. And I go, we were, and we did that a lot. And, you know, you could always tell what, where kids were because there was bikes out in front of somebody's driveway or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, we also spent a f- pretty good fair amount of time in front of a TV versus a phone that's right in front of your face. We spent yep. a ton of time either playing because I was like, I call this the Nintendo generation. I was like, we were definitely the Nintendo generation. The big difference between our two groups is everyone seems to be doing their solo thing, right? Where Mm -hmm. they're playing by, you know, on their own versus since not everyone had a device or something like that, or there's one player or two player. That's pretty much the amount of players you could have for a game. Yeah. Your friends came over, you're still doing the same thing, but you were waiting your turn or you kind of just chatted while you were playing the game. Yeah. We did that often, yes, often we did. As, as youth, right? Yep. So I'm like, are they really that worse off than what we were? And so I don't know. It's just hard to tell. I, but it was it, was, it made for a great conversation. Yeah. Um, so I I would say the big difference is though kids can take this stuff with them everywhere they go now. So like you mm-hmm. go to a restaurant and the parents will be talking to each other, but the kids will be sitting there on their tablet that yeah. they bring with them, watching videos yeah. or playing games or not interacting with anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole discussion about, you know, cell phone usage and whatnot and, you know, the science behind it and try to say, wait as long as you humanly can. And I said, yeah, you can wait as long as there's, but there's the peer pressure. It's the safety issue that when your child becomes social, you want to be able to keep tabs on them because we are the generation of fear. Yeah. I, that's why I want to say as our, to delineate our generation of being parents versus the previous generation was we are the fear generation. Yeah. We've got 24 hour bombardment of your kids going to get stolen, sex trafficked, raped, murdered, all of it, all the time. That's all you get to hear about. And you don't, and the last thing you want to be is that parent or to lose what's most precious to you. Because you would ask the previous generation, what would you, what's your worst fear? I'm sure they would say that of course, losing my child or something like that. Yeah. Um, But we have it blasted in our faces all the time just constantly going 
the world is evil out there. You need to be able to know where your kid is all this all the time. Yeah, you have to have a GPS tracker all the time. So I'm like, that's the part that goes. Yeah, I'd rather my child not have that, but also, how do you counterbalance that with safety? Yeah, and that's that's the thing. And that, you know, there's there are measures you can take, but each again, each family is different. Everybody has their own morals, values, all that good stuff. So it was something that, that was interesting. And I go, yeah, I kind of go. Third grade's a little bit early to be needing a cell phone, but she thought it made it such a big deal. I was like, "How many did your? I don't did your kids have cell phones in third grade?" No, um, our, yeah. the girls didn't get phones until they were thirteen. It was the thirteenth okay. birthday present. Yeah, so that would put them in eighth grade, right? Seventh, seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, middle school. Yeah. Um, but Will, we're talking about doing it earlier. I mean, he turns thirteen next May, so it's not too far mm-hmm. away. Sure. But we were at the high school football game on Friday night, and he was at a church thing, and some, one of the other parents brought him home. And we're like, I just turned to Aaron, I'm like, Will's home alone without a phone. What if something mm-hmm. happens? So I yeah. pinged our Alexa to tell him to go ring the doorbell, and we talked to him through the ring. <laughs> so, But here's the thing. You found a way. Right. He, does, he didn't technically need it right. because you found a way around it, but you'd rather, for e- sake of ease, peace of mind, all that stuff. I get yeah. that. So it's just, dude, it's just hard. I, and there's no right answer. I don't know. And it, I think each kid's different yeah. about how they use it what and what are they doing on it. Are they getting sleep? Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so he does, I mean, he does have two cousins that are in elementary school that both have cell phones. And he's and like, I think he's like, everyone's free. Everyone's free to have their opinion about it. But again, each family's different. Each kid's different because if they can handle it, or there's certain restrictions, there all that stuff. And I go, this just sucks. We have to spend this much time and brain power on this issue. It's so dumb to me that we have to spend this much time on it. But yeah, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing, right? Yep. So, but yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. There you go. And then I'm sorry. Was did you guys did you have trivia this past weekend? Or yeah, when was we your did. trivia? I keep forgetting. It, it was this past Saturday night. Was, okay, and I, I'm trying to remember what we had. I don't know. We had something. I don't remember. So how'd that go? Uh, it started out fine, but then there was a round on musicals that killed us, and then oh, didn't no, recover. The musical round. I would have been no help to you. I don't yeah. think. Well, in a couple of them, they asked for the musical and the song, and I'm like. I tell you. We we might luck into a few of them, but we're not going to get the song with it. What were some? Do you remember some examples? Um, they would play like a little clip, and you'd have to figure out what the song was and what it was from. And we're like, like my aunt Irene was there, and she's pretty good at those usually, but she was struggling with some of them too. Were they some of them some uh, modern musicals? Yeah, one of them was uh, Dear Evan Hansen. I'm familiar with it, but I wouldn't be able to name a title. And you'd have to name the name. You'd have to actually have the name of the song as well. Yeah. Madeline comes by and she goes, it's only my favorite musical. And we're like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I've heard of it. I know. Yeah. I know it's controversial because of the, of the uh, yeah, about the topic, but then um, using the word controversial, I think is even strong. Um, it had some buzz. I'll use yes. that word. There was buzz about it because of that. Yes. But, um, but Aaron watched yeah, the next day. Be able to help on that. But did you guys destroy everything else pretty much? Uh, we did p- pretty well. I think there was maybe one other round that we really struggled on. Mm. But then there what was. Uh, I don't even remember at this point. I blocked most of it out that night. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was one of those trivia nights. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, still not a dance trivia, homie. <laughs> no, that is true. So the the thing was, it was supposed to be movie trivia, and 
some of them are really a stretch to connect to movies. Uh-huh. So that that's yeah. what threw me off because I'm sitting there like, oh, movies? I got movies. Yeah. But no. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I would have been because that's always fun. I love the movie ones. Yeah. I wish we. I wish there was just more that like, you know bar trivia that was like, oh, hey, just movie trivia at bars or something like that. Maybe I try to go to that. But again, like I said last week, I always want to do stuff, but I never get to go. <laughs> I never do it though. I was able to hit up one at the beer sauce shop out here by us. Um, they have a trivia night there. They do trivia on Tuesdays. Really? Okay. Yeah, and Aaron had. Is some- there a bar in there? Uh, they they serve beer and they have small food items. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, kids had youth group, but Aaron had something going on, and they were swimming, and Madeline didn't want to swim. So I'm like, well, I got to run over to Vitamin Shop to pick up uh, workout supplements, and then we'll just go over to Beer Sauce. I have all these free beers from all the purchases I've made there. We'll just go hang out for a little bit. I took took a graphic novel with me. We're just going to sit at a bar and talk and read and just hang out. And then they're like, well, we got free trivia if you want to do it. It's movies. I'm like, okay. Nice. Nice. I hand Madeline the paper. And then like they start asking these questions. And Madeline's like, how do you know this stuff? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so it was, This was my life for a little bit? Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, how many movies have you seen? She's like, quite a few. I'm like, well, imagine four times as long. Yeah, exactly. Have four, you know, times yeah. it by four by that many years of just watching movies constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, nice. the, the other tables were all playing together. I was just me by myself answering these. And so it was like, one of them was like, what year did Pulp Fiction come out? And I was like, oh, 1994. Madeline's like, yeah. really? I'm like, yeah, 1994. I, I, would, I think I would have said, I was about to say 93, but yeah, no, 94 is correct. Yeah. yeah. You're right. She's like, how do you know this stuff? I'm like, I don't know. I remember going to the theater four times to see that movie. Yeah. So, but yeah, I played all the other tables. And hard. I hate dates because I can always get really close. I know I can get pretty close on most. There, there was another one that they asked what year it came out. And I, I was like, it was 1998. And I said 97. And then oh, like yeah. we turned the sheet in and he's about to start reading the questions. So I was like, I got that one wrong. It's 1998. She's like, what? Like I missed that one. It's going to be 1998, and sure enough, it was. Yeah. She's like, yeah. "Why do you waste your time with all this information?" It's like I win trivia it's nights not, with it. Because, and that's, I say that to myself too, but it's not. It's just what we're passionate about. Yeah. You know? it's, it's something that you enjoy, and if there was a way that you can make money off of it, you would. <laughs> yeah. But it's just hard to make money off of stuff like that. So I'm a traveling trivia night guy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So do we have any actual topics to cover? Okay, there were two that we mentioned last week. Um, first off, you want to run through Ahsoka real quick? Did you finish it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, right. Ahsoka. So I'm hearing a lot of hate for it right now. I'm seeing lots of stuff. I think you posted something that was pretty funny. It's usually the Jason Todd meme Yeah. where it posts the three Robins on a uh, – or it shows him celebrating with the whatever. Yeah. And it shows the other two Robins ranked higher than him on a, like an Olympic podium yeah. where you get your medals. And he'd be the bronze winner. Yeah. And that one that you showed this morning, I was like, yeah, I'm seeing stuff similar to that where yeah. people just don't like this show, it looks like. And I think it goes back to what we've talked to the last couple of times was people just don't know the source information and are lost on it. Now, did did uh, did Aaron watch it with you? Yeah. and But and she's watched Clone Wars and Rebels. But, she, but closely enough to remember the lore of all of it? 
There, there were a few times she was asking us questions. Like, okay. I, I don't remember why they're doing this, and we'd yeah. explain. So maybe she's not the best test subject. Like, I need to yeah. ask my sister about that because I know for a fact she doesn't. She's never watched any of the cartoons. Yeah, and I need to get her take on Ahsoka. Um, See, my wife is the opposite because she didn't like it because the characters she felt were different than what was in the cartoon. She wanted exactly what was in the cartoons. Oh, gotcha. So, like, yeah. she doesn't like Rosario as Ahsoka because it's not <laughs> Ashley Eckstein. Yeah, it, 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 she plays it a lot different than the cartoon. But she then does. again, this is what the difference is, though, is this is what I, this puts Ahsoka in her 40s, I think, maybe even her 50s. Yeah, Some, something like be that. Because this, this is if, five years if after. If you want to go back to the timeline conversation about yeah. where this takes place in regards to her age, which so that would put so the Ahsoka from from Clone Wars and even Rebels is a younger version of the character, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, of course, her tone and how she speaks, her, her, you know, how fast she is. Because the one thing I noticed was my biggest gripe about Rosario in the role was her fight scenes. Yeah. She, I don't think she did very well. I think she was slow in her, in her choreography and she just wasn't, she wasn't fast. She wasn't powerful. But if you think of it in the mindset that she's a probably in her middle aged alien at that point. Yeah. But then again, you gotta go. Well, is that alien? Is middle age really? You know, I, yeah. Regardless, I was really nerding out. <laughs> but I just that was my biggest qualm about it was that I didn't like her fight scenes. I thought she's really stiff in how she portrayed all that stuff. Yeah. Um. But as far as the look of Ahsoka, you know, the mentality of Miss Ahsoka, the uh, the uh, her. I'm trying to think of the right word. Her connection with Anakin, as yeah. far as playing that off, I thought that the drama there, the the feelings there were, were strong. So yeah, I didn't have any issues with that. But I get that. I get I get her uh, critique of it for yeah. sure. I understand. Yeah, and she felt that way with all the all the legacy characters. I guess we should say. Um, oh, was like she didn't she didn't like uh, Harris portrayal, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't you can't do anything about Chop. Chop was the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing with Chop. Um, but it, I, not seeing Zeb bothered me a lot. I hated yeah. that. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's going to be like a season two type thing. Yeah. I, I was sad that we didn't get, but that's just fan service right there. That's just a small gripe. Yeah. Um, and then Ezra was fine. I call him Jedi Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I call him. <laughs> um, but he was fine. I thought he was actually. I actually like the portrayal of who I don't know who that guy is. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything before. Yeah, I had neither. I, okay, I didn't have an issue with him. Sabine was fine. I didn't yeah. mind the casting for Sabine. Only, like I said, the only other casting I would have thought of would have been the the girl from um, help me, uh, Iron Fist, whatever her name, her real name. Oh, is. Uh, yeah. Jessica Henwick. Yeah, wh- whatever yeah. her real name is, but you yeah. know who I'm talking about. I yeah. thought she would have been a perfect casting for that. But this one, the, whoever this lady was, she was fine. Yeah, I didn't have any, you know, no big gripes about that. Thrawn was spot on. She had an issue with Thrawn. I don't know if she really did, but I mean, it's it's the same vo- it's the same voice actor from the cartoon. Yeah, and is he related to? Uh, is he a uh, like Mad Madge Mickelson? Is that his brother or something like that? I think so. I don't all know. Right. I, I get all the Mickelsons and Skarsgars confused. Right. <laughs> all these Vikings. Yes. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, no. So I'm sorry. So, okay. How do we want to approach this? You want to just take your highs and your lows? Do you want to just do an overall? I liked it. Didn't like it. How do you want to tackle this? Let's just do overall. Liked it. Didn't like. Okay. Um, well, you, you go first. Okay. I've been talking too much about it. All right. So I liked the dark Jedi characters. I don't know if we can technically call them Sith. Cause I think Balin has, he's going the wrong way to try to get the right thing by like resetting the galaxy. 
which is sure. what he stated he wanted to do. I'm very disappointed that uh, Ray Stevenson's passed away because he was awesome. He was. He and was really good. I really wanted to see where his story was going. Absolutely. Because, I, I, I mean, at the end, they show the father and the statue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Well, and then so let me i want to stop you right there to, mm-hmm. to interject on that in regards to the, the one thing i know that i saw online on a review about it was they wanted to point out did you notice his lightsaber the color of it they said it was orange and it was done orange on purpose mm-hmm. because you take a the lightsaber that ahsoka had which was white yeah right so a jedi color for a uh you know lightsaber and then a sith is usually red right right yep so you blend the two together where you have this guy that's kind of struggling trying to like you said Mm-hmm. He wants to do something, but he, you know, he's neither dark or light, right? Yeah. He's kind of stuck in that middle. That's there was some foreshadowing to that in regards to the color of his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's, I don't know if that's a stretch, or if that's just some fans kind of going, yeah, or was that actually done on purpose? I don't know. But yeah, I, I, was kind know. Of I, hadn't, I hadn't seen that, no. Yeah. And so, but then I wanted you to stop and go get some details because this was something I didn't remember from rebels very well yeah and i guess it's because i took a long break in between watching it mm-hmm. and finishing it up was there was a father a daughter and a son yes and these are called the mortis gods is what i looked up yes um okay so because, we'll some, go into some background on that okay so in the clone wars obi-wan anakin and ahsoka get kind of pulled off into this like they don't know where they end up and they meet the father and then the son, the daughter, and they're supposed to represent the force as a whole. The son is the dark side. The daughter is the light side. And the father kind of tries to keep balance between them. If I remember correctly, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Very Trinity like, right? So that was, that was George Lucas just taking the Trinity story. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so they have the whole story. Anakin, they try, the brother tries to corrupt Anakin. He makes it through, they go back and then they kind of drop that. It was just, kind of expanding on the force a little bit. They show back up kind of in Rebels because there's a painting of the three of them and it leads to Ezra going to the world between worlds where he pulls Ahsoka out of her battle with Darth Vader before she's killed. So that is supposed to be kind of this, I don't know if it's some kind of force world that they get pulled into in that. I don't know. I don't know the whole details, and it's been a while since I've seen either one of those storylines. So, right, and that's why I was struggling with it. But it, it looked cool because then what I saw was was interesting. Mm-hmm. The the thing I saw online just because I looked up, just because I go, I want to, I always go and I want to get other people's perspectives of it. Yeah, they, they'll go deep dive. Like you'll remember, I I have a horrible memory about all this stuff. Yeah, but when he's standing on the father's hand, right, mm-hmm. and it's pointing out at you, you'll notice on both sides of him there's two statues and one is the son yeah. that's still intact, but the daughter is a ruin yeah. th- that fell apart. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's foreshadow. We're supposed to see that as foreshadow that there's a, there's an imbalance on the light side. Could be, you would think that would be more accurate though, after the clone wars, when they're in the empire era, because there is no real light side to the force at that time until Luke comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm wondering, but, yeah. but at that point, again, where we're at with things, we are still, we should technically be after Return of the Jedi, right? Yes. Five years after. So Luke's there, but he just hasn't rebuilt the Jedi Temple at this point. He was starting to, because that that's where Grogu was probably yeah. at this time or a little bit before it. Okay. So we're still in that weird time frame where you're saying, hey, the, the, light, the light side of the Force. But I thought, 
wouldn't you say after Return of the Jedi, the light side has been rebalanced at that yeah, point? I okay. that yeah, I was going to get to that because okay. it it doesn't really show it because the light side statue is down, but the dark side statue is still up. Mm-hmm. But you don't have much of the dark side. You have Balin, and I don't remember his apprentice's name. Are the emo two- Jedi? That's what yeah. that's what my brother in law calls her. She's emo Jedi. So yeah. I got Jesus Jedi, and I got emo Jedi. <laughs> nice. Um, but they're like the two dark side people we see and there's like other people out there that are uh like disciples of the sith but they aren't actually sith lords there is someone else that pops up later in a book who's uses the dark side of the force um i don't remember much about her though from well there's that the book. there's that bounty hunter jedi from era of the empire but his name's not balin right that's not who that's supposed to be is it i don't remember no. his name in the book no what was the name of that 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 sith lord in the book, do you remember? Um, Joris Saboth, the one that Thrawn. Oh, you keep going. I'm sorry. You you keep going. Yeah, if it's the one that Thrawn ends up finding and trying to use to restart the Empire, it was Joris Saboth, I think. He, he was like his main goal was he wanted to get he. I think he was try, he was either trying to kill Luke, mm-hmm. but his main goal was to get to the twins. He yeah. wanted to take the twins from Leia. Yeah. So I'll try to find it real quick. I'll, I'll tell you whether or not that's right. Yeah. Um. But maybe, I mean, it could be long-term foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Everything I'm hearing, though, is it seems like Filoni and Favreau are trying to retcon the sequel trilogy. And if that's, that's the case, yeah. this foreshadowing wouldn't be for that. Okay. Because I, the only way I could see it being foreshadowing is the Emperor's still out there. The dark mm-hmm. side isn't gone like you think. I'm trying because, uh, yeah, I like t- Talon Card. I'd love to meet him in real life. You know, as yeah. far as live action, that'd be kind of cool. Yes. Uh, Gilad Pallian, I remember him. Oh, here you go. Yeah, Joris Sabath. Yeah. Joris Sabath is who you're thinking. Yeah. Was near the of the Sith Master that survived everything. So there's a bunch of characters from the book that I'm, I would love to see come to live action. Uh, and I wonder if they're using Balin as the George Sabath. I wonder if that's what they're trying to do. Use him in place of it. Because is, is, is Balin in the books? No, but they've established that he was a Jedi during the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, no, they did. Well, well, this guy, was a, he was a Jedi as well. well he, was a, he was a clone of a Jedi. Oh, he was? The, Sabath was? Yeah. Was a clone? Yes. I don't remember that. Um, okay. And they said that's part of the issue was when they tried to clone Jedi... They would be mentally imbalanced, and that was ah, the key okay. to this Jedi that Thrawn okay. was. Um, so yeah, that the the gods or the Mortis gods, I that was pretty cool. But that's something again, no Clone Wars, yep. no Rebels. You see that at the end, you're like, why is this guy standing on this dude's palm? What's going on? Yeah, yep. no clue, no clue. If you didn't watch it, and even I, for one person that did watch both, I had I had not remembered that. Yeah. That's just something that just escaped me because it's been a while since I've watched Clone Wars, and I'm not a multi. Like I haven't watched it more than once. I probably need to watch it again. But that's a that's a big undertaking to watch that again. <laughs> oh, I know. Will said something last night. He said, "I feel like I need to rewatch everything when a new show comes out." I'm like, it's getting harder and harder to do that. Back when the prequel movies came out, that was possible because you had three movies you could watch. If you wanted yep. to be really adventurous, you could go find the two Ewok movies too. And oh yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then it so, gets okay. to a point. I mean, six seasons of Clone Wars, four seasons of Rebels. All the movies and now all the shows they put out. It God, it's it's an undertaking. And sure. then if you want to know every detail, you got to go into the books. You got to go into the comics, oh, God, and you yeah. got to play the video games because those are all tying in now too. And I ha- and here's the thing: I haven't even played uh, 
the sequel to Fallen Jedi. I, I gotta. I always forget the name of it. What's it called? The, the new one that just came out. Jedi Order. I, Is that I, what it's I called? Jedi remember. Order. Okay. Yeah. I, or was the other one called Fallen? Is it Fallen Jedi or Fallen Order? Or I can't. I can't keep them straight, dude. I just. I just know I need to play the new one. And my my kid keeps going. I want you to play it. We want to see BD One. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we'll get around to it. I just haven't. I always wait for it to go on sale big time. So yeah, wait for that to drop. It's too new still. Yeah, I, I got to play video games at some point to figure that stuff out. Yeah, that stuff's just fun, and that's just extra. It's yeah. just a lot of, and there's some details you'll you you would see in this show that you can pull from the video game. Just the, but it's just a graphic. Yeah, it's just they made they made it look like the video game. Yeah, but please no, go ahead. I think I interrupted you in no. the middle of talking about you enjoyed uh, Balin. Yeah, him as an addition to Star Wars was a definite plus. I liked seeing the Night Sisters pulling into that, but I mean that's another thing that if you don't know, you don't know anything about the Night Sisters, and it was cool adding to their lore by having this planet that they came from that was kind of lost. I really mm. liked that. As far as things I didn't care for, I don't know. I felt the pacing was weird at times. It started slow, but definitely by the end, by the time they're in the unknown regions that they're in, I thought the last two or three episodes were really good. They really sucked me in. But I know you got to, sometimes you have to have that slow build to truly get to that point where it really kicks in. Yeah. So, okay, here, let me, this was my conversation with with Joe in regards to this stuff because we were kind of talking about the show. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to go back to the Night Sisters part that you pointed out because one of my big things where I went, I was like pumped and I was like, yes, I'd see Dothamir. I think that's, because I said, I, I want to see all the malls all the time. I just want to see that species. I want to see all the malls, all of them. <laughs> the yeah. Night Sisters, you know, both sides, right? Because yep. I think they're awesome. But here's here's what he pointed out to me. I, I'm reading it off the text. He goes, but a couple of little things were easily missed. I think a lot of people think that those were sarcophaguses. <laughs> <laughs> say that word right. <laughs> that were loaded onto the ship. So you saw Thrawn and you saw the... Uh, Yep. Imperial destroyer. Yep. And you I thought what I was looking at looked like caskets. I thought they were just a ton of caskets because he's like, yeah. what you're not remembering from the Clone Wars was that Dothamir was uh killed. Like all of the species was killed out. Yes. Am I, he re- okay, so and he's going, and you're thinking what you saw, because that what I thought was one of the coolest parts of Ahsoka was zombie troopers. I was yes. like, Frick yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, that looks so cool. And so he's like, um, but if you weren't paying attention, the tiny clue where Ezra says that Thrawn woke the Great Mothers when he landed. This implies that it was more like stasis chambers rather than caskets. Dothamir was wiped clean during the Clone Wars due to Mother Tarzan trying to take out Sidious. Yes. There are like seven known Night Sister survivors. This could be a repopulation of Dothamiri witches, is what yeah. he's saying. So I'm like, either you're going to get zombie troopers which are cool because it makes it that much more difficult to destroy them which that makes thrawn a genius yes because you have an army that can't be killed technically yeah. although i guess the only way to kill them was i saw decapitation right so yeah. because they were shooting them and they would yeah. just stumble back up yeah so i guess the only way to kill them is to take their head off <laughs> which is pretty dark for star wars disney right, right. but i'm down with it that makes it cool I mean, is it though? We saw Django Fett's head rolling through that. Yeah, right. Well, that but that was pre Disney though, right? Uh, technically, yeah. Okay, so that's why I'm like that's pretty dark for Star Wars Disney. So I, that's that's my biggest difference there. But but there's there's stasis chambers for the entire 
what I guess what 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 happened? Did Thrawn go to Dathomir, get all the bodies, and then transport them to where he was at? But why would they be transported all the way out to this other galaxy? Which, when you watch Rebels, it's not like Thrawn had planned to go all the way out to where he was. And why were those Dathomiri witches there to begin with? Is that a plot hole that's just super wide open? They just need to try to close that hole up. I don't know if it's a plot hole or if it's just lazy storytelling that they happen to go to that planet and Thrawn discovers this. Yeah, you see, and I don't know, and I, I would, is this something that, are we just going too deep and we don't need to think that much into it and just take it for what it is that there's, and we, but the thing is, we still don't know what was on that ship. Right. That's what, that's what's a thread to say, hey, Ahsoka season two, you're going to find out what's going on. If there is going to be Ahsoka season two, or is this the, okay, when, when Filoni gets to launch his trilogy movies, this will be movie number one, we get to learn all that stuff, what's coming up with all those caskets or stasis chambers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, but to make a movie, it's going to be, what, three years probably? Oh, yeah. That's going to be a long time for people to sit on it. And, no. I mean, we're seeing, I mean, I, I keep hearing about superhero fatigue. If you wait three years to resolve this story, I don't think you're going to have the audience that you think you would. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in where it's going because I'm just trying to think. No, I guess it makes more sense to just keep it in the show format, but then where is he going with his movie trilogy? Everything from the shows is supposed to be tied up in the movies. So okay. Because, well, I thought because we had the Mando universe where we're supposed to begin our crossover, right? Where all of this is coming to a head where... Yeah, and, know, that, and that's supposed Aaron's to be... Are, that's, no, supposed to be that's supposed to be Filoni's movie. Okay, so we'll see the, the Mandalorian, we'll see Ahsoka, we'll see the Rebels, we'll see all of them coming together at some point, I guess, to fight Thrawn, right? That would be my guess. I don't but so know. Then what you do, it's, you, where, where's Man, is Mando season four coming out at some point? At some point, yeah. Okay, so we got a Mando season four. Yeah. Do you do we see a Mando season four? Then we see Ahsoka season two. Like, are we getting another Boba Fett? Are we getting? I don't think we're getting another Obi Wan, so we don't have to worry about that TV show. What's another TV show that we're supposed to be? We're supposed to be getting. Um, uh, oh, you said we were supposed to get, get something. I forgot about it. Yeah, it's the Judd Law one. Um, Wild Space or something. Um, okay. And it's more new characters okay but will they tie into this universe i guess i i have not heard if they would um okay. there was supposed to be a rangers of the new republic show but i think that got scrapped after uh gina carano got fired okay i thought there, there's a, a high republic show coming so i don't think that would tie in at all but i thought there was supposed to be another show too yeah and what's funny was another thing i watched because I, I have not watched did you watch star wars visions or visionaries or whatever it's called we've watched a few episodes i haven't seen anything from season two because the okay so new because we're going to call what's in what we're seeing is so good that's new republic so yeah. you're seeing uh moff what's her name mothma or what what's uh, mon mothma uh, mon mothma so you you got her she's the, i'm going to say she is the leader of the new republic at that point correct yes okay because Leia has not taken over anything. Le I, from what I understand, Leia branches out and yes. defects from the New Republic, right? Yeah, they address and, that. And that, and that fracture between Leia and the New Republic is kind of what opens the door to the New Order. Well, it's in one of the books. It's called Bloodline. She's seeing, she's hearing rumblings of the, the First Order, and then no one is doing anything about it. And then those people leak who her father was. Oh, and so okay. she instantly so, becomes discredited and she goes off and Oh, nice. I gotta, read, I gotta read this book. I gotta read this it's book. It's a That's really awesome. good book. So, cause I, and you see it as 
it sounds like Filoni is really pushing, and it sounds like he might be winning mm-hmm. to say, all those books you said they're not canon, no, they're not legacy anymore. We're putting them back in canon. We're going to scrap. Even though you said we're supposed to get the new Ray movie or Ray show. Yeah. Look, sounds like they're trying to scrap all that crap and bring in the books to be back into canon. I see. I don't know if they're going to necessarily do that, but I think they're going to go through and pick and choose what worked in the in the legend stuff and sure. insert it. So okay. that's, sorry, I keep calling it legacy. I'm sorry, yeah. legend. I apologize. I'm calling the yeah. wrong thing. Um, so it's because like with Thrawn, Thrawn didn't show up until five years after yep. Return of the Jedi. Yep. He he was there in the background. But no one ever saw him. Well, that's Here what they... his books. That, so there was a trilogy of Thrawn books. Yes. That's in that Thrawn trilogy. The first one, yeah, fills in that gap, right? Uh, or does that, or does that show how he came to power? That that shows how he got discovered and joined the Empire. The the okay. the, the canon first Thrawn trilogy. Okay. Um, and it's set slightly before Rebels and goes through Rebels. Okay. And then they do a prequel trilogy to that, which it shows him before he comes into. Oh, that's the, what that. So they did. See, they always do it out goddamn order. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta know which. So which which way would you read it? Because there's two Thrawn trilogies, right? Yeah. And one of them was like one of them has a book called Aftermath in it or something like that, right? Um, no, it's um the original ones are just Thrawn and it's like Thrawn Alliance and Thrawn something else, okay. and okay. then the second trilogy is Chiss Ascendancy, and the Chiss is the race that he's from. Okay. And so there's three different books in that. Oh my God. And I could have swore I saw some, because there's one that was written by Zahn, and there's another one written by are, some other guy. Those are all written Chuck. by Zahn. So then there's another guy that wrote some books. His name's Chuck something. Chuck Windig. Those are aftermath yeah. books, and those deal with uh, the Battle of Jakku. So that takes place a year, one to two years after Return of the Jedi. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I would need to know which books to read when. <laughs> Yeah. To make it make chronological sense. Yeah. And, and see, I was really hardcore into them when they started the new canon, and I was reading them as they were coming out, but there's just so many I'm, it's impossible to Unreal. do. Unreal, dude. Unreal. Yeah. Because you got Star Wars Thrawn Ascendancy is what this one's called. Okay, yeah. Chaos Rising, mm-hmm. Greater Good, Lesser Evil were yeah. the name of those three. And that was the Thrawn Ascendancy books. But uh, that doesn't even look like that's the original. That's not the original trilogy that they came out. No, that's the that's the sequel. Well, the second trilogy. It's a prequel. Because then they they're selling a six set where it has Thrawn, Thrawn alliances, Thrawn treason. Yes. And then I don't know how these go in what order. I see Empire's End, Life Debt, and Aftermath. And I don't know which order you read those three. So the Thrawn books come first. They're during Rebels. Okay. Aftermath is after Return of the Jedi. Okay. And those ones are like the New Republic coming into power, cleaning up what's okay. left of the Empire, and then people from the Empire disappearing, which leads to them going to Exegol to create... So my question being, I guess the books that we would touch on then, if they're going to use anything from the books, would mm-hmm. be the ones written by Windig. Yeah, and we've seen a little bit of it um, already, because when they show Ray and all the crashed uh, Star Destroyers, mm-hmm. that's all from those books. Oh, okay. So then, okay, the things I read to you about, okay, so Chaos Rising, Greater Good, Lesser Evil, where does that take place? That takes place either before the Clone Wars or slight, like, during it. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. <laughs> but but it has to do with Thrawn, and Thrawn was never even mentioned back in the day. He wasn't. <laughs> 
the first okay so when you go he's with still, he's just he's just in there they just throw him in there yeah that's all they did they just threw him in and i think we're going to see that a lot of the legend stuff is going to be that way here yeah. was this cool character we had we can insert them here and make it make sense okay yeah. the way right. the way they've done thrawn i've really liked it yeah um, yeah, because he's and a, Joe was Joe, Joe had a. I think he's not. He doesn't. He's kind of down on Thrawn a little bit. I'm like Thrawn is badass. I love yeah. Thrawn. I think he's awesome. Yes. I don't know why. And is that make me like a noob? <laughs> I don't no. know. I don't get it. I don't know why I would be looked down upon because I think Thrawn's awesome. No, I mean I first read Thrawn like 30 years ago, and I still think he's awesome. Uh, let's see, because yeah, let's see, because uh, he, he this was his thing. I want to read this gripe. You tell me whether or not you agree with this. He said the heir to the Empire stuff is pretty far out there. It would take a ton of work to retcon it. Uh, I feel that their whole heir to the Empire as a title for Thrawn is coming to fruition, but the three Thrawn series, three series series, <laughs> is how you wrote it, are vastly different. Well, the first non, the first non-canon trilogy versus the two canon trilogies. That is. It says, yeah, he's got a huge following both in old heads and new believers. Mm-hmm. I feel that they lost a lot, a lot of fans with the sequel trilogy, which is what I said. He's agreeing yeah. with me on that. And he says, this series can set up a ton of different directions to go. Yeah. And then I think you drop the raid movie or series or whatever they're doing. Just, I don't think we need her. I don't think, I think you just go, that turns into uh, legend. How about yeah. that? Turn that into legend. Let's start a whole new canon. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's that hard to retcon? I don't think it's that, gonna be, that would be too difficult to retcon. I don't know, because um, people would have wanted to retcon the prequel series back when those came out. The people of our generation that grew up with the originals. Oh, I don't know now. Now I have a soft spot for all that stuff. To right. be honest, and yeah. I think it's going to end up that way too at some point because they're going to make something new and yeah. and it'll be for the next generation of Star Wars fans. Yeah. And then all the old ones are going to be like. I still think maybe not retcon or deleted or say, but maybe we just go that took place so far. Well, I can't say it's so far after the fact because Kylo, and they yeah. have to use the age of Kylo because that still links to the Skywalker. Yep. Which that's I thought that was your biggest gripe is like you were as far as Star Wars goes, we need to get off, get forget about the Skywalker thread, start a whole new thread somewhere else, and say this is if you want to do Star Wars, we got to get away from all that. But the problem is all the cool stuff they're doing right now is still tied to Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, they've had the High Republic stuff in the books and the comics, and I think that would, and I guess depending on what happens with that show, that could be what they could do. Because I mean, you get you get a familiar character in Yoda. Yeah. What I've read, they haven't focused on him a whole lot. Um, and then you get familiar characters like there's a Wookiee Jedi and there's a Trandoshian Jedi like Bosk, the bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they've introduced a bunch of characters that are pretty cool. Yeah. And I I mean it could it could work. It's a totally different era and it doesn't touch on Skywalkers. Yeah. Well, and I th- I, sorry, one point just to go back just for a quick second in regards mm-hmm. to our affinity for the prequels now. But that's just because Clone Wars and Rebels saved all that. Yeah. If, if it weren't for those cartoons, I think we might still feel the same way that we did about the prequel trilogies. I don't I don't know. I think some of the softening on it happened because of the sequel trilogies mm-hmm. and people just being so upset about it and they're being so divisive. Yeah. People look back now and be like, well, they're not the greatest movies, but they make sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They just did Luke so dirty in these. Oh, they <laughs> did. I love, I love that storyline where Luke just couldn't handle the legend because he became such, like you said, he became mm-hmm. such a legend. He couldn't live up to the hype. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. I think they can go so many directions with that. 
I know we're not going to get the twins from you know, Han and Leia. I guess we're just going to not do that, which I yeah. I think that sucks that we're not doing that. Yeah. But due to the fact that you have Jason now from Hera yeah. and uh, Kanan, yeah. maybe the, maybe he takes the place of that. But what was so great about the twins was you had one that wanted to go to the dark side, but that's the Kylo character. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I wish you could just retcon it somehow and uh, kind of go use that plot line because that's such a cool plot line. It, yeah. it was the way to keep the story going. Yeah, it really was. The the um, only issue was they waited so long to do anything with Star Wars that by the time you could get around to making Hair to the Empire, everyone's aged out. Yeah, and I guess you're in. those characters are so beloved that eventually we're going to get someone recasted in them, but there's going to be a big uproar about it. Yeah. Like when Sebastian Stan becomes Luke Skywalker, there's going to be a segment of Star Wars fans, probably the ones we hear all the time complaining about everything else, are the ones going to. But be if they're not complaining. complaining, they're not happy. Right. <laughs> complaining makes them happy. So yeah. you know, let them do what they're going to do. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. Uh, so I don't know. Okay, I think we've tangented so many different places. Oh, yeah. That's because I ask questions, but I think it makes for good discussion. Yeah. I, I love it. I love. I loved here. Keep going with your Ahsoka review. I don't think you've even finished yet. Do you have do you have anything else you want to uh, touch on with Ahsoka? Um, yeah, I was going to say the zombie troopers were cool. I heard rumors that those happening because of that Inquisitor that when he got slashed in half, he turned to dust. Mm. And someone said, well, the Night Sisters could probably raise people from the dead. All those stormtroopers look like, like, where did all they, where'd they all come from? Mm-hmm. Well, they probably died on the trip there and were resurrected and that's why the armor's all beat up and taped back together and then the gold-faced one his voice was so weird it was like well it could be he's a he's a zombie and so when when we finally got to see that i was like oh that is so cool here's the thing hmm? here's the thing would it be cool if one of the troops because i don't think we ever saw a trooper take their helmet off right we saw the corner of one of the dark troopers on top of the spire when the uh, star destroyer but was leaving, but you could see a whole review. A whole, no, a whole review was no whole given, reveal. Correct? No. Imagine they're all Dathomiri. Hmm. That'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. Well, the Dathomiri troopers. Oh, but they're all zombie Dathomiri troopers because they're all fucking badass. Nice. <laughs> they're they are the metal character of Star Wars because yeah. we all know Maul's the bad. He's the most badass. I'm sorry. That, of course, Vader's Vader, and he's he's on a different level than everybody yeah. else. But come on, Maul and the Dathomiri, those horns yep. on the freaking heads, come on, <laughs> that's so metal. Yep. Anyway, I get I get hyped up about it because I think there's I, I love that I love where they could go with it. Yeah. That, that, I think the biggest compliment you can give to this show is that it, it was a it was a table setter. Yeah. This thing could take you. It's it's the it's the first arc of a cool series that's about to come. I think. Yeah. And we have a, a really great place to go from here. Yeah. Rather than introducing new characters, which I do think they need to do, bringing back like an Ahsoka, which was so beloved by the end of her run, mm-hmm. just made it that much better for me. Yeah. Well, how did you feel about the Sabine-Ahsoka apprentice-master relationship? Does that do anything for you? I questioned it a little at first, but as they explained it as the story went on, I really, I really liked it. Okay. Because just like Luke, Ahsoka has no real training on how to be a master, let alone a Jedi because they both never got fully trained. Mm-hmm. And so they're just kind of figuring it out as it goes. And so when she went to the world between worlds, when she was dead again, I mean, that whole sequence was just amazing to watch, but adding to it, this is still your training. I'm like, Oh, 
yeah, she, she's she's really figuring out as she goes. Mm-hmm. And I really like that aspect of it. And when Sabine's like, I messed up, and she's like, well, we all mess up. I was like, that's awesome. Yep. So, so um, only things I'll add, and then I guess we could kind of wrap up the Ahsoka discussion, mm-hmm. is that I was, well, I, I had asked you a question about, is it visions or visionaries? I can't remember. Visions. It's visions. Yeah. They had pointed out that there were some people saying that when you saw the, the New Republic in uh, Mothma, and then there was a guy to the right of her. Yep. Um, and Sisto, maybe? What was his name? Sito? I don't um, remember his name. Sato. Is it, is it Sato? Is that I, what uh, his name is in the I, show? I don't remember. Okay. I'm going to say it, the Asian guy, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> so the Asian guy. Yep. He's in Visionaries. Well, so they they didn't they did a third cartoon series called Resistance, and okay. it was set far off. Um, Poe Dameron did did the voice of Poe in it for a few okay. episodes, but it's focusing on a character called Kaz. Okay. And his dad is that character. Yeah, that's what I was going to point out. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was the that so was that the was, connection. I, was I don't because there's people there was rumblings that they're saying that he is a Sith a Sith plant yeah. into the New Republic. Because of his hatred for Hera, and and then also you get uh, Leia coming in trying to save Hera and whatnot. Yeah. So, but I go, but according to the cartoons, that's not possible. No. He's still part of the New Republic. So, no, I was curious. I, I wonder if they're trying to change that at all, and just saying, don't worry about the cart. Don't. That's not where they're going with this character. Yeah, I I don't know because yeah, we were sitting there watching it, and I'm like, well, that's that's Kaz's dad, because that show takes place. Right at the beginning of episode seven. Yeah, that's where I would put it. Yeah, timeline. That's what makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and into the first season, sec or beginning of the second, I don't remember because we didn't finish it. That's when the first order destroys the New Republic by blowing up the planets, and his mm-hmm. dad is on one of those planets. Oh, yeah. wow! So, when, so when we see, yeah, because when the new, it's not called Death Star. What do they call it in uh, uh, Star Killer Base? Star Killer. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, I think that was pretty badass. Yeah. Do we ever? I guess we're. When are we going to get a cartoon that shows the new order? That's what I'm curious about. But because they came to power. Yeah, I, I, I don't wonder know. if we, we get something to fill in that gap because we have a gap now. Yes, our biggest gap right now, I guess, is from from this point of like Ahsoka to yeah. probably a little bit before Episode Seven. There's yeah, been we have, there's, so we got we have we're going to get something to fill in that gap. Would be my thoughts, right? There's been a few books. There was a Phasma book that kind of gave her origin story. I remember that book coming out. Yeah, um, but was she was she a big enough character to really need a book? And does she add that much to the universe? I wasn't a fan of the book. Everyone compared her to like the new generation's Boba Fett, where she looked really cool and went out like a chump. Yeah, <laughs> went out like a chump. I like that. <laughs> um, so it, it was more the the mis- the mystery of her, mm-hmm. and like the book was the book was nothing special. They did a book that tied in. In between episodes seven and eight, they did a couple young adult books in there too. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty much hasn't been touched on a whole lot. Yeah. Okay. But I guess my biggest gripes in regards to some cons to the show mm-hmm. is I do not care about the relationship between Sabine and Ahsoka. I just, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Um, but I will say this I did watch a clip yesterday. It was of George Lucas mm-hmm. giving us a talk at a con, I'm sure of some kind Yeah, where he did touch on the fact that he wanted the audience to know. And I guess this was what, how he was trying to connect. Cause this was all supposed to be for kids, right? Yeah. This was all about the kids. Yeah. 
was that anybody could be a Jedi. Kind of like how they created Robin. Anybody yeah. could be Batman's part. Any kid could be. And when he talks on the po- point that anybody could be a Jedi, because that's what my, I think my biggest problem with Sabine was, is she's not for she. I don't think we consider her force sensitive, but yet she's able to tap into it somehow. Right? So I, th- I think what they're playing on is she's been force sensitive. It kind of came out a little bit in rebels when she was learning to use the dark saber. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after Rebels ended, she kind of went into it more with Ahsoka. But I did like I did like the part where at least we get the explanation of why Ahsoka kind of dropped that whole thing in regards to their their tension in their relationship was because of you know uh, the Mandalorian you know plant Mandalore being yeah. wiped out and her anger about Mandalore being wiped out, which I guess would include her family. Right? Was I guess that's where her family was killed. Right? Yes. Yeah. If I remember correctly. That, that would lead her down the path of the dark side. Yeah, and this is going to be probably a big thing story-wise because we've heard about the siege of Mandalore, and we're getting mm-hmm. little bits of it here and there, like in Mando seeing what happened to Mandalore and all mm-hmm. the spread-out people kind of being brought back together. And this just mm-hmm. added to it saying, because of what happened in Rebels with um, them helping Mandalore, it led to them mm-hmm. being wiped out. Yeah. Yeah, so I, that's that part. I, I I did like at least the Lucas part and yeah. helping make that part make sense because I think that was my biggest gripe about Sabine all of a sudden trying to become a Jedi and whatnot. Well, and but that's why I want to see Luke rebuild the temple because yeah. if you see Luke rebuilding the temple, does she go off to the temple? You yeah. know, all all that stuff. So so and um, uh, Ryan Johnson was trying to go for that too at the end of eight where that that stable boy moves the the, the, the broom. room with the with the force. It's like yeah, yeah. anybody could be him. Yeah. So I, I little things like that, of course, the the nods, the little Easter eggs to Rebels were all great in the show. Yeah. Overall, I don't have any complaints. I don't think it started slow either. I thought it started with a bang. I, I didn't have feel too many lulls in the show. Um I, I guess did the, cute- the the one thing about the starting of it though is I expected it to pick up right where we left off on the postscript from Rebels. Correct. Yep. And so it didn't it the first episode ended at that point and because i'm sitting there the whole time i'm watching the first one i'm trying to figure out what is going on what it, what have mm-hmm. i missed and then yeah. well this is what i'm missing so it made sense after the fact but at the time I, it's like i i kind of wish they would have explained that a little more before we get to that reveal at the end of the episode yeah so, but again, I, I didn't have any, as far as pacing, I'm going to yeah. say it that way. Pacing of the show, I didn't have any issues with, which I've had issues with on previous, especially Book of Boba Fett, which I thought was yeah. forever. Same with Obi-Wan. Um, so as far as, you know, out of my favorite series that they've done, this is ranking up there. It, it's well above, you know, Obi-Wan and Book of Boba Fett. Mm. Um, I, I had, it's fun. I, I just love the fact that it's a table setter and we can go, it's, it's getting us, it's pushing us further along. Yeah. And then I can see how you can tie in Mandalorian to this. Yeah. And that I, I love where that could, where that could, you know, join up and then we go off onto our new adventure to fill in that big hole. Yeah. Which is, this is the hole that's being filled in. It's after return of the Jedi until episode seven. Yeah. So that's what we're doing with all of this. And I like what we're doing there. Cause I like to fill in that hole. And then once you get to episode seven, Either we need to change something about that and say, let's scrap all that. Let's do something different. Unless you really want to bring your race character into it. Because the only thing that you could do that I heard was now that we've introduced the night sisters, that's kind of where we're saying that's how Palpatine ended up in those, in that 
sequel trilogy at all was the power of the Night Sisters and you know reanimating him. That's how he came back, kind of thing. So, in the aftermath books, they kind of allude to him having a plan, a contingency plan in case he dies. Yeah, and so. I think that's part of the reason I didn't have such a big issue with the Emperor coming back because I knew that already. Mm, okay. Um, I didn't know what it was, but I knew he was putting something together. What was the guy who... Okay, what was his name? With the big, huge head with the crack S- in it. What was his name? Snoke. Yeah. Yeah. Did, was he in the books at all? No. Okay, so brand new character that didn't have any explanation at all, really. <laughs> the I, big bad. <laughs> I think what it was is he was just kind of filling the gap until the emperor was able to get a working body because they showed all the clones of Snoke. And yeah. I think they were all failed emperor clones because the body didn't last. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. But Snoke actually did last, but still he was pulling the strings of them. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I need to have a, another rewatch of the sequel trilogy and maybe I can try to, find things I like about him more. Yeah. I just, they did Luke dirty. They did Luke really yeah. dirty. Um, Kylo was just, I don't know. He's just insufferable <laughs> to be honest. Um, I don't know. I got to go back through and re- yeah. I, they deserve a rewatch, I guess, yeah. but maybe they don't, maybe I can go. I don't need to rewatch it. Maybe I just need to bide my time with what they're doing here and see where they go with things. Yeah. But I just think you have a better, I think what makes it good superhero movie or a good star wars movie is all along is you got to have a great villain yeah and i think we've got a great villain now yeah that's my that's my last take from about soka i think i enjoyed it and it gives us thrawn and it leads to something that's going to be awesome because now we have a great villain moving forward yes that's all i got on ahsoka but i'm glad we got, we got i'm glad you were able to finish it and we were able to talk about it because i thought it was a great series yeah i, 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 I really enjoyed it yeah yeah absolutely so what else did we have on the docket that we said we were going to talk about well, we were going to talk Deadpool 3 rumors, but I don't know if we got time for that because I no. I have a comprehensive list of everyone I've seen named. Okay. Well, and then we'll, let's do that. Let's do that next time. Let's yeah. save that for next time then. Because I, I, I have another, I have a topic that you, I can tease for next time too. Okay. Uh, maybe not even next time or the time after that because we're getting closer to Halloween. Yeah. I saw a clip today that lists the top five scary movies according to science. According Ooh. to science, they're the scariest movies. I was like, that was interesting. That was interesting. And how they did it was interesting. So yeah. I thought I'd share that at some point. But we'll save that for later on because uh, – and even from a homework standpoint, I don't have much to share, to be honest. Um, I, I got a few things. I hit some movies okay. pretty hard this week. Okay. All right, cool. Well, let me, let me hear what you, what you saw. All right. So this was just an impulse grab at the library. It's called A Million Little Pieces. It's with um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, directed by his brother. <laughs> and it's basically about a guy who goes to rehab. He's, he's reluctant to do so and – it's just the transformation of his life. I don't know if it's based on a true story or not, but it was just a like a kind of depressing yet feel good movie by the end of it because he does fix himself. Okay. Um, but it's just the path of how he gets there is pretty. It was pretty good. So on your on your on your list of rehab movies, we're gonna have to make a rehab list. At we some might. Point. Yeah. <laughs> so many movies about rehab, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So, so a million little pieces, thumbs yeah. up. Is it worth worth a watch kind of thing? Or yeah, just I think if so. Run into it. Yeah. Is it, should I seek it out, or if I run into it, kind of give it a watch? If you run into it. Okay, gotcha. All right. I saw a trailer for Train Spotting Two, and I realized I hadn't seen it. I still haven't seen it either. I, I didn't even think about it. I've never even thought about that movie until you just thought, said that. Okay, so did you watch it? So I went to the library and I got one and two because it's been a okay. long time since I watched one. 
One was just an incredible <gasps> movie. Yep. Um, I forgot how good it was. Two was really good as well, and it went a different direction than I was expecting. But it's worth watching. But it's all it's about them and their mid- being middle aged now. Is what it sounded like, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so okay. It's, okay. it's like fifteen, twenty years later. Because Train Spotting well, leaves tri- you tripping balls in your forties. That's what I would call that movie: tripping balls in your forties. Because <laughs> well, Train Spotting leaves you with you uh, and McGregor's character stealing the money that they stole. Yeah, yeah, and just leaves it like that. And then this is him coming back to kind of face it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No, I need. I would have to rewatch one as well. I yeah. really would. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's worth it. So okay, cool. I highly recommend both of them. I realized I'd never watched Red State. Oh, you've never seen that? No, I don't. I don't know why. It's one of his, one of his best. It was, to be honest, it was really good, and it yeah. went halfway through the movie. It takes a turn that I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Pretty much once John Goodman shows up. Nice. Yeah. No, it's a great one. It's one yeah. of his better ones. Uh, but the fact that it doesn't take place in the Jane Bob universe kind of thing. Yeah. That's why it's a little bit different. Um, the fact I'm hearing him wanting, he's saying he wants to do a Tusk too. Yeah. Get out of here with that. Uh, I don't think so. But uh, I think we all want to forget about um, Yoga Hosers, which that's just a garbage movie. (laughs) It's it's hard to get through Yoga Hosers. It really is. It had little Uh, bits that made me laugh, but yeah. I think it's garbage. (laughs) But Red States, actually, I enjoyed that quite a bit. It's a a far stretch from what he normally does, for sure. Yeah. But uh, God, it was good. I like that a lot. Yeah. I would put that more with a, a Quentin Tarantino I'm doing my own thing in a different genre mm-hmm. yeah. than a Kevin Smith movie because you're expecting witty dialogue and funny mm-hmm. stuff, but God, nope. it was so good. But I don't classify... He always called it a horror movie. I don't consider it a horror movie. No. By any means. And I, don't you know, know, I don't even know what genre I would put that in, to be honest. Yeah, I don't drama, really know either. Maybe. But yeah, action I, drama, I mean, that could have been the reason, too, I didn't see it because it's like horror movie, Aaron's not going to watch it. Not usually something I'd watch, but I was just like, I, I need to watch it. I would have loved to have been in the audience when he came. I think he did travel with that. I think he did come to St. Louis. But of course, every time I want to see his movies when he comes through St. Louis, I never get to go. But, yeah. um, that would have been an interesting one for the Q&A afterwards. Oh, yeah. Let's see, then I watched a documentary called Scouts Honor. It's on hmm, Netflix. Okay. It's about the sexual abuse scandal in the Boy Scouts. Oh, wow. It, okay. Mostly from the 70s where like anybody could come in and be a scout leader. And it turned into yeah. people just having scout troops so they could molest them. Yeah. Just these single guys that would do it. And Horrible. just how messed parents, up it why is. Was that, why would that have been normalized back then? Why would anyone? Because I guess parents just didn't want to do, I guess, be involved or yeah. didn't want to involved. I don't know. Because when I was in scouts, now mind you, I was in scouts a lot shorter than you guys were. But uh, it was just kids from school's parents. That's who, yeah. who it was, you know, but weird. Yeah. Scouts honor. Okay. So. That'll be, be depressing. Cool. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, and then I saw a new movie on Netflix called Reptile. It's with Benicio del Toro and Alicia Silverstone. Ooh, Alicia Silverstone is hard to watch nowadays. She's yeah. not a great. She's. I told you I saw her in one thing not long ago. Yeah. It was a hurricane or something like that, where she was on a raft or something. Yeah. She was god awful. But I'm guessing you're because Benicio's in this. It might be a little bit better. I guess. Yeah. It's kind of okay. a police suspense mystery movie. Uh, Justin Timberlake's in it. His wife is <laughs> murdered, and he's investigating the murder, trying to figure out who did it. Mm, okay. Really good. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, you're saying it's really good. Yeah. So maybe she wasn't in it that much. <laughs> no, she she was Benicio's wife. So, okay. Yeah. Um, there were some turns in it I didn't see coming. 
Okay. There, there were cool. some that I did see coming, so, but I enjoyed it. Okay. And then last thing I watched was um, I started Gen V on Amazon Prime. It's the ah uh, okay yeah the sequel the to boys. Or, it's a, it's a sequel to the boys right. It's not really a sequel. It's kind of a standalone thing in the boys universe, and it's okay. about a college where kids with powers go. Yeah. Okay. And it's just batshit crazy like the boys is. Right. Yeah. And how many episodes is that? Um, it's it's coming out weekly. I'm on episode oh, three, okay. and I think episode four came out today. Okay. How many? How many? Do you know how many it's supposed to be? I think it's going to be ten. Oof, okay. I don't know if I'll start it or not. I don't know if I want to watch it weekly or not. Maybe yeah. I'll just let it all come out and I'll watch it that way. Yeah, that's probably the way to do it. But I'm gonna since I've already started, I'll go weekly. Speaking of superhero stuff on Prime, did you ever get around to watching the uh, Adam Eve special? Yes. Okay. It, it was. How did, you, how did you like that? Yeah. Added a lot of depth to her character. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, yep. I mean, you got some of it in the, the comic, but I think they went further. I liked it. And then, last thing I got, I don't know how I've never read this whole thing, but I did All-Star Superman. Oh, look at you. Nice. Well yeah. done. They had That's the, a classic. Yeah. I I got about halfway through it, and I'm like, I think this is the point where I stopped reading it. I don't know if it's necessarily Elseworlds. I think at the time they were trying to do the All-Star to be like the equivalent to Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you look at it from that perspective, it's a really good story. I love that story. I love the art in it too. I thought yeah. the art was incredible in that one. Yeah, Frank Quietly always has great art. Yep. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, I don't have much. I can, I mean, these are all just. It's Halloween season right now. Yeah. That's when I start. I start watching all my horror movies. So I just have been doing rewatches all my classics. You know, uh, Children of the Corn, Trick mm. or Treat. I love. Tri- have you never seen? Have you ever seen Trick or Treat? No, I haven't. Because you have one kid that loves horror movies. Yeah. Are you okay with, at the age right now, are you okay with them seeing boobs in the movie? <laughs> mm. There's There's boobs. That's all I can say. Other than that, it's, 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 I love it. It's a great movie. It's yeah. one of my favorite to watch every year. I watched one I had not seen before. It's called, it's part of the Final Destination series. It's mm. called The Final Destination. Yeah. So it, it was 3D, I guess, when yeah. 3D was really big. Yeah. And oh my god, they went out of their way for the 3D. The gra- it's so dumb. It's so bad. Yeah. But it's bad in the best way because it's a crappy Halloween movie. Yeah. You know what? I was about to text it out to the group because I know we have a certain somebody that has a great affinity for Krista Allen and she's in this and she still looks phenomenal. I don't know how old she is these days. Yeah. But good lord, she's holding up over time. <laughs> she looked great in this. Um that's about the only good bright spot of the movie I'll give it. Yeah. <laughs> was that she was there for a little bit. Uh, and uh, spoiler, her death scene is pretty awesome. <laughs> right. So you kind of felt like Saw, where you're watching it for the how creative they can get with the death scenes. Yeah, that's really the only thing you talk about in regards to that one. I mean, that's the only uh, reason you'd watch any of them after the first one, right? Exactly. Um, so that's that's what I watched, and then I did pick up from the library after your wonderful review of it. I'm only about oh 11 pages in mm-hmm. uh, all the marbles yeah i'm reading that right now i'm trying to get into that i don't know how long it'll take me to get through it but uh man this this, this i don't know how much i believe him in regards to saying he read i can't even come up with a number but he read like five hundred and forty-seven thousand, i think pages of comics is what he said yeah and i said dude <laughs> he's saying he read every marvel comic you believe what he's saying there well he did preface it and say it wasn't every marvel comic that there were certain yeah. genres he left out yeah yeah and i go that's just an undertaking that would take if you read for 16 hours a day seven days a week for a year straight i don't know how long how long do you, i don't know i don't know how long and especially how hard it is to get through that old stuff yeah well he did say it took him years to do it 
I and guess. I, yeah. If you're doing it for research purpose, like a book like this, yeah, and that's all you did in your free time, then it's doable. But when you I look guess. at some of the stuff that he points out later on in the book, yeah, you, okay. I think you'll be like, yeah, he, he read a lot. He read a lot. Yeah, I don't just, I don't, yeah, discredit that part. I agree that he read a lot, but to read every, again, and he did. He prefaced it with like he left out some of. Uh, I don't want to, I don't remember what he referenced, what he left out, but yes, yeah. he did leave some things out. Um, but I, I love this passage. And I don't know if you remember it at all. I just thought it was like, dang, we're going to start off with a bang in this book and we're going a little bit deeper because mm. um, I loved how he talked about the zeitgeist of this and how important it is to modern mythology and stuff like that. Um, some of the questions the Marvel story asks, because he, he considers it one long story. And I was like, that's yeah. a cool perspective to have on it. That's yeah. a really different perspective to, ha- perspective to have on it. And he goes, what does, what some of the questions the Marvel story asks and the short versions of the an- answers it offers, what do gods do? They create, they judge, they destroy. What do monarchs do? They protect their nations, even when that makes them monstrous. Is there anything beyond the world? We know there's more than we could ever possibly imagine. What happens when we grow up? We may, we may try to put away childish things, but we can't or shouldn't. The best thing that can happen is that we turn those things into something bigger and more beautiful. Yeah. Oh, this dude. He's yeah. a writer. Look at this guy. I know. <laughs> he wrote a book. <laughs> yes, that, was, that was deep. I was like, it was. oh, we're going deep with this shit. All right, let's go. <laughs> I, I, I love that passage. I took a picture of it sent to a friend of mine, and I was like, dude, check this out. This yeah. is pretty deep, man. And, uh, Wow, so I'm, I'm excited about getting deeper into that book. I really am. Yeah, it really um, but, it really picks up once you get to him talking about the different the different yeah books. Yeah, about the review of it. Yep. And then uh, the only other thing I can share with you is that I did <laughs> I found your black hammer trades, so don't be fearful that I lost <laughs> them. I do have them. <laughs> I, and I read, I got through one of them. I'm still yeah. on uh, Doom. That's, I think it's called Doom or something like that. Part two is what it is. Yeah. I guess spoilers. Uh, wow, what a reveal of what's happening and uh, about the farm. I don't. Do you rem- how yep. good your memory is on this in regards to the story? I was like, oh hell no, oh hell no. Yep. <laughs> so I'm having it's the uh, it's the fallout of that. Yeah. The first issue and the second trade of this two part trade is what I kind of call it. It was a little bit weird with Colonel Weird. Um, trying to figure out what they're doing there. Yeah. It was so creative though in regards to. They put the picture of the writers, artists, and editors, and but they kind of phased out their faces. Yeah. And those are the brainchild of all this. I was like, look at you, Lamar. Look at you. They're yep. all creative and smart about what this stuff is in regards to universes. I guess unused characters and whatnot. Yeah. I thought that was pretty unique. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, now we're just trying to jog the memory of them. And I guess you had the fallout of the discovery of what happened with the farm, but not being real. Big mm-hmm. time spoiler. Yep. Which I thought that was kind of cool. Was not I was not expecting that. Yeah. I wasn't really expecting that. That kind of hit pretty, pretty hard there. And then we're having the fallout of that and what happens from there. So where I'm at in the story at that second trade, how much more is it still ongoing? Or is that a finished series? It's still ongoing because they, if I remember right, there's a time jump. Oh, okay. And it focuses on um, the new Black Hammer, the daughter. Oh, his daughter. His daughter is yeah. Black Hammer. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, I'm there. I'm going to, I'm about halfway through that second trade right now, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm curious where we go from there because I still feel so horrible for Barbalian and for Abe. It's like, it, of course, the first thing you think of is the Matrix. That's what I thought of. It, it yeah. makes me think of the Matrix. 
and just want to be plugged back in. Yeah. I don't know if he, I don't know if that was his inspiration for it, you know, but uh, I can see that's definitely an homage to it a little bit in my, in my, but I, I guess there's been plenty of sci-fi stuff where that's kind of been a thing, right? So see, it's not like it's stealing from it, but more of an homage is what I thought of. I see because of how the characters are like justice league characters almost. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. leaning more towards heroes were born from Marvel where the Fantastic Four and the Avengers were pulled into a parallel universe separate from everything else in the 616, and they had no clue what was going on until the end of it. No, okay. That was after, I don't know. That was after Dude, the onslaught see, I pulled, I pulled Matrix, you pulled that. But again, like I said, yeah. stories. But this, this is not something new is what right. I was saying. But I just he did a great job of – I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I don't know if you did. No. I don't know if that's what, you were, what, what path you were going down. I did not see that coming at all. Yeah. And uh, I'm curious to see, I guess, is that the next trade I'm going? I'm going to get a time jump in the next trade? I think so, unless you do some of the, like, one-off stories. Oh, okay. So, but no, I'll finish that. I'll get those back to you at some point. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where the series goes, because, God, he's good at what he does. The dude is good. He's he's just turning into everything's a shelf book for that guy. Yeah. He really is. He, he pumps out nothing but great content. And I love the artwork in it it's either him doing his own artwork or he always pairs up with somebody that has the perfect yeah. matchup for his story. Yeah. Always does his writing. Yeah. Yeah. So nope, that, and then that's all I got for you. I didn't, I don't have anything else. I'll be reading more of this book and then finishing that other trade. And then I don't know where I'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> so right. oh, I can tell you where I want to go. I want to read, if I could read a book a day, that'd be nice. I can get through all the star Wars shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd really love to get through, but that ain't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sad because I keep picking it up and not reading it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, I think you're like me. He's like, man, someday I'm going to retire and I'm going to play every video game. I'm going to read every book. I'm going to read every comic book. I never had a chance to. And yeah. then the sad part is, you'll get to that point. Where you're like, I, never, I didn't get through it. I never got through it. <laughs> yeah. And this, just too much. At least with the Star Wars stuff, Will is going to get around to it too. Yeah, he's reading yeah, the first Thrawn book right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. See, yeah, because he, and he's got time. That's he's got time on his side. So that's for sure. Does he though? Because more keeps coming out. But he's got he's young enough where he can crush through a lot faster, and he doesn't have any responsibilities right now that he's got to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> if he can just continue to not have responsibilities, he'll get through a lot more. <laughs> yeah. But or the sad part will be he'll grow up and he'll go. Oh man, now I'm at the same point you guys are where I can't read all this stuff and play all this stuff that I want to play anymore. <laughs> Like, yep. oh no. Yep. Adulthood is the death of all this. <laughs> well, look at us. We're holding on by string. We're trying. We're clutching to it. Yeah. But that's what this this what this podcast is. It's, it's us clutching on as we're middle age and we're like, no, we're not ready to let go. Yep. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Very much so. Right. Yeah, yep. Exactly. So all right, sir. It's been all good right. catching up. Yep. And then uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. All, all right. right. All right. We'll see you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured song is Anyone But You by Nervous Kids. (laughs) 